Welcome to the Blossom Life Podcast, the podcast that helps wellness creators like you make a bigger impact and more money in the ever-changing online space. Here's a hint. There are three keys. You got to one, be willing to get uncomfortable every single day by stepping outside your comfort zone. Two, release stress every day because it will inevitably build up if you are getting uncomfortable and showing up every single day. And three, develop a microscopic and loving awareness of your own thoughts and how they impact your results. I'm your host, Jennifer Crudeboss, founder and CEO of Blossom. Hi friends, so there's a practice that I've been doing for almost a decade now that has really, I would say, one of the main reasons why I have so many of the things in my life that I'm grateful for. This has helped in my relationships, in the growth of my businesses, my creative output, so many things. And Carolyn Elliott calls it a deepest fear inventory. Um, I first learned it though from Tara Brack, whose podcast I love and highly recommend everything to do with Buddhism and meditation. And The way that she describes the practice is essentially making friends with your deepest fears. And she has all of these stories about how um, really these Buddhist temples emulate this idea. For example, as you walk into um, the gateway of many Buddhist temples, there'll be all these gargoyles with really like ugly faces. And they're supposed to represent things like jealousy and greed and grief and shame and fear and humiliation and all of these things that most humans don't want. The idea is is that the pathway to peace is really facing all of those things or even inviting them in. She also, this story always um, stays with me that there's this story of the Buddha and all of, um, I don't, I'm probably going to mess up the words because I'm not like a hardcore Buddhist at all. I just listened to these stories over the years. I guess you'd call them like his disciples or the people around him. Anyways, they're all at home having tea. And then suddenly Mara shows up and Mara is like, you can maybe call him a demon. He represents again, all of the things that humanity does not want to feel represents again, deep fear, panic, jealousy, shame, anxiety, humiliation, greed, jealousy, all of these, you know, essentially parts of the human experience that we thrust into the shadows And all of the people around Buddha are like panicking and like, oh no, Mara's coming, Mara's coming. What do we do? Lock the doors, put bars over the windows, he's coming. And the Buddha says, no, no, invite him to tea. And Buddha opens the door and Mara comes in and says, and Buddha says, come sit down for tea. And as Mara does that, he then sort of dissolves into this, sort of explosion of rose petals. And the analogy is that by inviting your deepest fears towards you, they lose their power. And I might've totally messed up that story, but that's how I remember it. And always, um, it was always really powerful to me. And in moments where I would feel my fears and feel the very normal human inclination to want to push them away, I would remember that that story and I would draw them towards me. 
So when I found Carolyn Elliott's work about three months ago, she has a really great practice. I highly, highly, highly recommend her offering, which is called Electric Yes. I will link all of this in the show notes. It's transformational. She's an incredible, incredible teacher, PhD, author of a book called Existential Kink. I think I've talked about it before here. Highly recommend her. In it, she has this practice called um, Deepest Fear Inventory. So essentially what you do, this is the practice that I suggest you all do daily if you can. I've been doing this daily and it's super powerful. So Bring to mind a goal that you want. Let's say you want 10 new clients or you want to raise a million dollars in your startup or you want to really go through the world um, embodying more boundaries. I've been doing this one recently, like embodying your inner Miranda Priestly, who's from that movie, Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep's character. So you write out the thing, the goal that you have, and then you write out this phrase, And you write out, I absolutely refuse to reach this goal of, and then write out the goal, like 10 new clients, a million dollars, being a bad bitch with boundaries. Okay. Then you continue the phrase saying, because I have a deep fear that, and then you write out what the fear is and you do that like 20 times. So I'll do some examples that I've been doing over the last couple of months, but I absolutely refuse to raise a million dollars because I have a deep fear that there will be way too much work and I will burn out. I absolutely refuse to bring on 10 new clients because I'm worried that I won't be able to deliver on the transformation that I'm offering them. I absolutely refuse to have Miranda Priestly style boundaries and standards because I'm afraid people won't like me. I absolutely refuse to raise a million dollars because maybe I will not spend it in the optimal way and then I'll feel bad. I absolutely refuse to raise a million dollars because maybe I will be a huge success and then my life will change so much and I'll have different friends and I actually won't be happy and on and on and on and on. So especially in the like manifesting community or like the idea of manifestation or the secret, a lot of people would think, but wait, I don't want to write out my fears. I'm going to attract more fears, but it doesn't work like that. That is like a misconception. What happens by writing out your fears is that you can see them. They lose their power, just like in the Buddhist tale, right? Mara explodes into rose petals, by seeing your fears written out over and over and over, you start to kind of see that they're kind of silly and they start to become kind of boring. They become kind of boring to your subconscious because previously when you're not writing out your fears, what sort of happens is that the fear comes up, but you don't want to acknowledge it. So you sort of like push it into this like dark shame corner. But here's the thing with things that that we make like taboo or wrong or bad, we want them more, right? (laughs) They're like really enticing. Like think of like when you tell a kid they can't have a toy. They want it, they want it, they want it, they want it, they want it. Um, Think of like that sexy kink of like an affair. It's like part of it is part of why people do it is because it is like exciting and like I'm, I'm not, haven't had affairs or talked about affairs aside from maybe when I was like 17 with my first boyfriend for like two months, but there's this thrill, right? Of like, oh, I'm doing something that's bad. So the more that you push your fears away and like, they don't exist. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not here. 
they have like more and more and more sort of like attraction and power over your subconscious. And as we know, our subconscious is responsible for like 95% of our decision-making. So by bringing those deep fears out of this like shame corner and into the light and writing them down every day, you start to see them, you start to face them. And then what I've added on as a practice, which um, I haven't really seen, I've sort of seen some version of it. I'm doing my own mashup of all these practices is that I write them all out. Like, like I try to do 10 and then I write out like a talk back or just like a logical argument. I am, I tune into my, like my inner lawyer. Um, and I just write a response. So let's say to this fear, like I refuse to have Miranda Priestley style boundaries and standards because I'm afraid I'll hurt people's feelings then I'll look at that and I'll sort of have like a very clear argument back to that and say, well, people aren't made of glass. People are resilient humans. And, you know, by me modeling boundaries, they'll probably have better boundaries in their own life. Um, or if I have a deep fear that I will like use the money incorrectly, well, right. Well, you know, I can prepare for that by like, making really good financial projections and starting to do research on like what different, um, parts of my business cost, and I can really just do my best. And that's what entrepreneurship is, is a series of like tests and then observing the results of the test and then making a new observation and then running a new test. And like, that is fine. You know, um, if I have a deep fear, I wrote out one, I have a deep fear people won't like me. Well, you know what? there's probably already people in the world that don't like me <laughs> and I'm, you know, having weak boundaries or like not going for my goals. So why don't I just have people not like me while I'm having boundaries and going for my like financial and business goals. So I like talk back to each fear and then as I do it, um, it loses its power. So there is a part two that I will show you in the next episode, but this is a practice I really want you to do, whether you are a paying client of mine, whether you're someone that just listens to this podcast, do this now, write out your deep fear inventory, listen back to the exact language. I absolutely refuse to reach this goal or live life in this new way because I have a deep fear that, and then write out 10 to 20 push yourself. And then if you want to take this even further, I suggest you have an accountability buddy or a coach or someone or some safe space where you can show these fears. So I have um, an accountability buddy where we literally just share our deepest fear inventory. That's what we do. Um, and there's some power in, first of all, witnessing them yourself, but also have someone else witness them in a really like kind, loving way. Again, make sure it's someone that maybe has listened to this episode or understands this practice and wants to do this with you. And then make it something that you you just, you can just send it to each other via WhatsApp, eventually on Blossom, you'll be able to do this. Um, you can do it via email, just like send it daily. You can voice memo, or if you can actually, um, meet for coffee and just like share them with each other or over zoom. Um, but that will make it even more powerful because that there's something so transformational and really transforms and takes away the power of your fears, um, and removes the shame that we have about our fears. Um, when someone else sees them and is like, Oh, that's cool. That's fine. You know, that's the power of 
That's the that's why recovery groups have worked for almost a hundred years, and they're free. They continue to work because it's just that power of being witnessed and accepted without any judgment, um, and and using using these practices of transformation. All right, my friends, I hope you go and make friends with all of your fears and write them out and share them with someone who is safe to share them with. And if that person is me, please feel free. You can email me your deepest fears, jen at blossom.life, or you can share them with me via Instagram. Um, I would love to witness them. I would love to witness you. Okay. Have a blossom day. If you want to receive fresh inspiration and actionable tips on how to grow your business in a purposeful, aligned way and meet awesome wellness creators, you better get on my email list. I send out tips every week and you get invited to monthly gatherings. Wellness creators who join have been known to have massive breakthroughs, hire each other and collaborate. And it's free. Also, if you sign up for the paid Blossom Wellness Creator platform for a year, you get three 75-minute coaching sessions with my amazing co-founder and wellness creator coach, Justine Romanoff, which will help you understand how to thrive in Web3 and change the mind drama into clear, confident action so you impact more lives, make more money, and have more time to relax and have fun. So get that link in the show notes, and I'll see you in your inbox. Thank you.